Wild Wild West, Deep Blue Sea. Episode 1, Meet the Geniuses. K911. Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. Top five, where we take everything in movies and we make them into lists. On this side of the table, that's me. That's Brain Wakeman. On that side of the table, that's my good buddy Lucas Swanson. How you doing today, buddy? On Ted, on. I'm doing good. Yeah. We get to talk about 1999. It's a good year for movies. It's really good. Surprisingly. Yeah. It's like 98 was a shit show. It wasn't that bad. It was it not was, that good. It, I didn't say it was that good. <laughs> but no, 99 is great. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of garbage that came out, but. Mm. A lot of really good stuff. There's too. like a bunch of diamonds, but also a bunch of turds. Yeah, it's just it's easier to reach into the pile of shit. And yeah, like if you, you can see the diamonds. Yeah, in I mean the you shit. can you can pick them out. It's, it's kind of like if you were to swallow a gold tooth and you shit. Are you gonna like go through the shit to find the tooth? Probably not, because there's gonna be more shit than gold. But if you but swallow if you like a bag of gold, you, you'd probably go through. If that. all your teeth were gold and you swallowed all of them, yeah, dentures. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, that's not coming out good, but. I mean, it's going to hurt, but it's going to be worth <laughs> it in the end because you get gold dentures out of it. Shit, cover gold dentures, yeah. <laughs> you had them before. Why'd you yeah, it off, you know? <laughs> Pop back in there to give them a little. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. How you been? How was the Thanksgiving? How was your Thanksgiving, bud? It was good. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking about licking off some dentures, aren't you? Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I, I went to both families, my uh, my family as well as my fiance's family, oh, and we had think two Thanksgivings, which is too rough much on the bowels. Too much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no dentures, but still not great. Yeah, that'll happen. How about yours? It was good. I went to my my, my grandma's house. My dad cooked a 15 pound bird for six oh, people. Wow. <laughs> so I have a Ziploc bag full of turkey sitting in my fridge there now, which go. is great. Gonna make some soup out of it. I think I, Tina just did that. It's oh, smart. It's, it's called like go. Thanksgiving leftover soup. Like that's the actual recipe name. I was like, uh, you couldn't just call. I it was leftover just gonna soup. put some in a water and call it. <laughs> <a day. laughs> That's, That's how soup, soup right? works. <laughs> you boil the water, you put in the turkey, and boom, soup. <laughs> Speaking of Thanksgiving, do you know any like Thanksgiving movies that are like good to watch around that time of year? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's the only one that That's I can think of. That's the only one I can think yeah. of. Thanksgiving is up there, too. Thanksgiving. But <laughs> it's not good, but I mean, it's a it's, Thanksgiving it's movie. It's the time of year. But yeah, no, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, I think, is like the only Thanksgiving movie that I'd like look for yeah. around that time. God. Really, really good. John movie. Candy, Steve Martin, can't go wrong. That's a such a great combo. So good. Because they're both straight men, but at the same time, they're both just wacky. It's great. It's awesome. Love it. And they're Midwesterners. They are. Yeah. yeah. In, in well, the, in, Chicagoans. Uh, John Candy's Canadian, I believe, in real life. But, well, yeah, but I'm... Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about oh, in the no, movie. Oh, no, I was talking about in the movie. Okay. I'm just... I'm all turned around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all turned around. I experienced something on the way over here that... Um, we're, 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 we're approaching the Christmas time. Yes. Yeah? So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna listen to some Christmas tunes because my Halloween sucked ass. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this one right. I was stuck in traffic listening to Christmas music, and I experienced something I can only describe as jingle all the way anxiety. <laughs> and I think you know what I mean by that. I think so. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah, it wasn't fun, but it happened. Why did you just turn it off? Because you know. When, sometimes when you're in it, it's just good to relish in <laughs> the experience. lick those dentures clean. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it back. <laughs> it's going to come back. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's talk about 99 then, shall 99, we? 99. Unless you got um, anything else to talk about. No, I, I just I, I wanted to know if there was any more Thanksgiving movies. So if, if you only know Planes, Trades, and All Movies as well as me, uh, how about you guys let us know if there's any Thanksgiving that movies that you like that we should look out for for next year. Uh, we'd love to hear them. We need more movies for more holidays. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any others. I, really, that I, I can't think of it. I'm sure there's a bunch of shitty, like, we gotta go deal with my family. Well, no, no. Hallmark skips right over this one and goes straight into the 35 days of Christmas or whatever the fuck. Well, I know, now. but, like, there's... I'm, I'm sure that the... What was it? There was one with... Uh, what's his name? He was a Lethal Weapon guy, not Mel Gibson, the other one... Danny, Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. Danny Glover just came out with a movie where it was like, you know, f- f- fucking 
home for Thanksgiving bullshit. So home for Thanksgiving actually reminds me of the interruption. Oh, because uh, that that's from the same guys who did like Best in Show, Mighty Wind, and all that. Yeah. They that one. So part of the interruption is about uh, a movie studio making this movie, and it's called Home for Purim, which is a very Jewish holiday, mm-hmm. and it's got all this Oscar buzz and stuff. But then the studio steps in, and they're like, "It's just a little too Jewy. Can we tone Ooh. down the Jewishness?" And so, like, eventually, it slowly, like, it becomes like home for Hanukkah because that's like you know a little bit lighter. But then it eventually just becomes home for Thanksgiving, <laughs> and they're like, the Jewishness is gone completely. <laughs> That's good. So I mean, you could I, that kind of falls in. Maybe. I think we could count it. We'll count it. <laughs> but anyway, that's not a 1999 movie. No, but let's uh, let's talk about some pretty bad 1999 movies, huh? Everything we just listed in the opener. Wow, wow, Wes, Jim Wes, Desperado, Desperado. Rough Rider. No, you don't want neither. None of this six gutted is with the runners Buffalo Soldier. I've seen that movie too many times. I have too, and I think it's I, a curse of being six when it came out. Yeah, because when you're six. And you see that movie, it's awesome. Yeah. Because you even get to see a little bit of Selma Hayek booty, yeah. which is a little scandalous. A little bit scandalous. Yeah, of course, you don't know what the about hell it. you're doing at that age. So. No, you're just like poking at it? No. <laughs> no. No? I'm alone on that one? You're alone on that one. That's what I do now. <laughs> just poke, poke at it. it. See what happens. Uh, no, that movie's awful. Yeah. It's really, really, really so bad. bad. Uh I, I ugh, looking back, it's like even as a child. Well, a, as a child, I could see why it's fun. You know, you get giant these, robot spider. There you go, and that's that was the follow up to the Superman Returns movie yeah, that never happened. That. Uh, that's that move. That's what Wild Wild West became instead of the new Superman movie with Tim Burton and Nicolas Cage. Yeah, they got Wild Wild West. Would have been fun, <laughs> but no. Nope, gotta have Wild Wild West. Gotta have Wild Wild West. Wow, wow, wow. What was after that? What did we say? Uh, Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. Now. There's on. a movie. <laughs> that is a shitty movie, but I will watch it because it is that shitty. That CGI is so bad. It's so it's bad. so bad. Like, <laughs> why do they? There's so many questions that I have about that entire facility. Like, why is it underwater in the first place? Yeah. What are they? Why, why are they using just doesn't make sense no it doesn't it doesn't make any sense it's not a good movie and then you give ll cool j but cool jabe you give ll cool j a job was he in that i thought it was samuel jackson no it's well he's he's in it he is also in it okay ll cool j plays the chef who has a pet like parakeet that he talks to the whole time and they keep cutting away to him for no reason just to have him like throw out these one-liners about birds it's just fucking bad yeah well i can see that anyway Baby Geniuses. Baby Geniuses. I don't even want to bother. It's bad. It's, it's just... Baby Geniuses 2 is literally on IMDb's top 100 worst movies of all time. We should watch it sometimes. I think we should. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I sat through Baby Geniuses 1. Might as well make it a sequel. Yeah. Double feature it. Let's do it. Kick it up a notch. Yeah. K911. I honestly never saw it. I just know it's bad. Yeah. It's got a great name. K911. And you were actually saying that... um. Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. It's supposedly pretty good. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but it's got like really good reviews, and it comes from good word of mouth from like people who have seen it that I've talked to. Because I remember I was going through shit and I saw it like on like one of the stars channels or something. I was like, that looks ridiculous. Because guess who's on the, the the poster of it? Who? Forrest Whitaker. Really? Yeah. So you got Forrest Whitaker on the poster, you and I to get me. And he's holding like a big fucking samurai sword. And it's just like, ghost dog, where the samurai? I'm like, what the fuck? You're trying to kill me? But guys. Chris Whitaker has good. been ruined by yeah. Rogue One as much as I love that movie, his character. <laughs> that was an acting choice he made, by I know, the way. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's like, I'm going to do it this way. <laughs> no, I right. told him no. <laughs> All right, Forrest, do it. You know, do, You're the only one who's really credited here, so. Dang, you kill me. Deal. <laughs> Got in one take, Forrest. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. You can stop. <laughs> He's in character. Leave him alone. He's a method actor. <laughs> oh, I wish. That'd be nice. Anything else you want to throw in the shit pile? Um, I'm looking through here. Should we Should we jump into honorable mentions instead? Let's do that. Uh, I have them in alphabetical order here. Beautiful. Just start listing them off and I will riff on you. Ten yes. things I hate and about you. 
I don't hate it. I, I know this movie gets a lot of flack from like the older generation mm-hmm. uh, because it is it is a childish, shitty college flick. But yeah. at the same time, it's fun. Yeah. You know, at the very it's least, a it's fun. Tom. Exactly, and it's Heath Ledger. Yeah. So why why you can't hate on him? He's dead. Yeah. Therefore, that movie's great because yeah. the lead actor died. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's not works. hold. Let's not hold that one up there because a lot of bad people will die soon, eventually, and uh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thirteenth uh, thir- Warrior. I have not seen. Nope, nothing. Uh, Two hundred cigarettes. Never heard of it. This has a big cast list on it, but I have not seen this. Ben Affleck, Casey Affleck, Dave Chappelle. Uh, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Courtney Love, Paul Rudd. Maybe I'll watch this. Is it a documentary? 200 Cigarettes? Uh, no, it says it's a comedy drama. Huh. A dramedy. A dramedy. Oh. Uh, let's, yeah, I'm just going to skip through here until I see Please shit do. I know. All right. Uh, there is a movie that I have not seen that I wish I have. Uh, have you? you seen American Beauty? No, I have not. American Beauty won the Oscar for Best Picture in this year. Did it really? Yeah. Hmm. The only downside is it is a Kevin Spacey movie, so I don't know hmm. if I can watch it now. Yeah, he kind of ruined that one, didn't he? Yeah, but apparently it's like super, super good, hmm. uh, which really sucks. Yeah. But then again, I still watch Seven. True, but... He's only I in mean, it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't think I can handle him being like the whole star movie. of the yeah, movie. Yeah, it'd be rough. Especially with the, uh, um, the story of American Beauty is basically he's married and there's a girl next door. Oh, that no. he like peeps on. Oh no, Kevin, yeah. that's just you. But <laughs> no acting there. But not with girls. <laughs> Ew! Hey, don't say it like that. Uh, then there's, there's American. Nothing wrong with gay people. <laughs> it's Kevin Spacey. I have a problem with. <laughs> it's diddling little boys. I have a problem with. Yeah. If you're not wearing a costume, it's just wrong. <laughs> At least put some effort in it. We can't. We can't. Keep moving. It's a bad bit. It's a bad, bad bit. Keep moving. American Pie. I don't have feelings about the first American Pie. It spawned this really shitty, fucking awful bullshit. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, and I'm not happy with it. That's for sure. Uh, let's see here. Mystery Man. You just want to jump into Mystery Man right away? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah. I know it off the top of my head. Mystery Men was a close like number six. Oh, it was hard i struggled with it for a while yeah on the list, Mis- and mystery it's... men is a comedy about superheroes well is it super it I is mean, superheroes some of them have powers. it is superheroes actually most of them have yeah. powers i think it's really only the shoveler who doesn't technically have powers yeah he's just really good with a shovel and that's batman <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> but Mystery Men is like the story of these like ragtag superheroes that are trying to make a name for themselves and save the city from uh, Izzard. Movie. Yes, he is. He's one of the Disco Boys. Yeah, he's the leader of the Disco he's Boys. He's the leader, leader of the Disco Boys. Yeah, I can't think of that. Um, it's like Dieter. No, I'm thinking Conf. Baron one. von. Baron von Frankenstein, isn't it? I, something something like, that. like that. Doesn't matter. But like the real superhero is captured and like the other superheroes have to save him it's good it's a really fun movie it's just it doesn't stand up to oh my god you've killed him <laughs> oh my god we've killed him what do you mean we i'm over here <laughs> god i absolutely love that movie i do too but it's it's just not good no it's a really dumb movie but it's a it's so good it is yes um bicentennial man that movie fucked me up. Yeah, me too. Uh, I didn't know what to feel about it because I saw it, I think, too young. Yeah, I think so too. I think so you too. need to be a little bit older to see that movie. I just, I vividly remember the scene with the glass unicorn. Oh, yeah. But that's about, like, he becomes a human to, it's weird. Yeah, like, technology, like, moves forward for him enough that he becomes mortal. And right, therefore as, like, becomes the, human because he falls in love with like the daughter of the people he is a robot for. I think I think it's the granddaughter. Is it? And then, uh, yeah, because well, she's an old lady by the time he becomes human. So because mm-hmm. they're together. Sorry by to the spoil time. Bicentennial Man. Well, but it's it's a rough watch, and I don't even is. know if it's genuinely or if it is as good as I remember it. I'd being. have to rewatch it. I just, yeah. I mean, Robin Williams is Robin Williams, and yeah, so that's he's beautiful. Uh, yeah, uh, Blast from the Past. No, I've never seen it. The Brendan Fraser movie? No. You've never seen Blast from the Past? No. Brendan Fraser? No. Oh, my God. I okay. Haven't. Sit tight here. Brendan Fraser, Christopher Walken, some lady I don't know who she is right now. I'm sure if I looked it up, I'd remember her. Anyway, 
Christopher Walken and his wife, who are uh, parents of Brendan Fraser, okay. think that the world is about to end sometime in the 50s when there's like nukes that are about to be dropped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he builds a bunker that will suffice them for the next like 30 years. So they they live in this the, the bunker and a plane crashed on their house so they think a nuke hit so they don't want to leave so they raise Brendan Fraser in, in this bunker, bunker in the 50s technically but then like 30 years later it's the 80s or whatever I'm gonna have whatever. to watch Blast from the Past or no it's not the 50s it's the 60s because then he comes out in 1999 and <laughs> and he has to try and like adapt but he's like he's got like a 60s kids like mentality for everything and okay, I'm I'm in. You've sold me. It's it's a ton How of fun. How fucking but... sexy is 99's Brendan Fraser? Ugh. Oh, the Mummy. I'm sure it's not on your list. Oh, it sure it? is, my it man. It is on your list. Get ready. All right. I, I do like the hey, Mummy. Hey, Benny. <laughs> oh, Benny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I didn't mean to spoil your list, but no, 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 no. I got it. The Mummy's on there, my okay, man. Don't okay, okay. That was close for me too, because that was one of those I was going through. That's what this this whole year is to me. Is just like God. I like that movie. Is it that good, though? No, see, and I, I fought with that, too, but the mummy made it, and I'll tell you why later. Okay. That's 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 fair. Because uh, it's good. It, <laughs> you know what? It is. It's, it's dated, but it's good. It, It's so good, though. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to just go a big Deuce Bigelow, uh, Male Gigolo. No, that's not. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not an honorable mention. That should have been before that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's not that. It's. It's really bad, but I can watch it. Like, if it's on a... And I have nothing else to do, I'm like, eh, fuck it, whatever. He's I, just trying to save some fish. I, I That's guess. the plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so hard to watch Rob he, Schneider doing anything. Yeah, but he, I mean, he teaches women about their self-worth. Yeah. While I mean, still being Rob Schneider. Yeah, it's still super sexist. And like, I don't know. It's non-progressive. It's regressive, totally. And yeah, it's a Rob Schneider movie. What do you expect? That's true. Going, the with, animal. going with a whole pile of salt. God, the animal is such a bad movie. It's not a '99 movie, but no, I think it's like 2000. Like, I don't think this is far off from. Okay, I, can we talk about the animal for a second then? Because I know we'll get to it eventually. But okay. the fuck is the plot of that movie? Guy gets hit by a car or some shit, and they replace his bones with animal bones, and he becomes an animal thing. Like person? different animals for like different situations. Yeah, but that's like the entire plot. If they really wanted to make it good, they would have gone the whole nine yards and given him the weirdest body ever. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> just Frankenstein-esque. Oh, that would have been a better movie. I would have watched that. Rob Schneider is... Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, my Favorite Martian. I actually... that I feel like that movie opened up a lot of sexual avenues for people. Really? With the transforming gum. Come on. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Paul Giamatti getting turned into a big guy. About that. I feel like it did. <laughs> that being said, it's it's fun. <laughs> it didn't awaken anything in me. I can just see how it would, you yeah, know, no, I, do I, something for somebody. Uh huh. Um, we talked about Office Space before. That's not on your list, right? No, it is not. It's not on mine either. That's definitely like there was so many like everything was tied for sixth. Oh on my yeah, list. it was like, like fighting hard for five. But Office Space is a great movie, but it just does not stand up to the rest yeah in my I, opinion i think office space is one of the better comedies of the year yes uh but when it comes to like best of the year for me i just went i went a little bit more serious on this it's list. also a little slow it is but i think that's on purpose i think so too i think that's the point is it's just like it's, it's supposed, you're supposed to, be to feel it yeah uh but man there's some fucking quotes in that movie oh yeah <laughs> every time there's a goddamn stapler yeah every single time every fucking time to a fault. I think that's another thing. Another reason why I might have docked is like the yeah. cult following to yeah. it really isn't my kind of jam. Yeah, I feel it. Let's see here. Is there anything else? Muppets in Space? I actually really love Muppets in Space. I, abs- I do. I, it's, I have a sweet spot for Muppets, and Muppets in Space is really not that bad. Uh, it's definitely, I would say, one of the worser of the Muppet movies. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's... Not by a long margin no, at all. No, 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 no. Like, it's like saying it's the worst cake. Still cake. Carrot. You don't like carrot cake? That's your mother's favorite cake. <laughs> it is my mother's favorite cake. How dare you? I know. I'm okay with it. She doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you get a message in like a week? Oh, shit. <laughs> she does still have my number. Uh, let's see here. The South Park movie came out. 
Not bad. I don't think I count it as a movie, though. Yeah. It's just a long South Park episode. Yeah. I mean, with musical numbers. It is. It's a full, true musical, yeah, too. No, it is. Well, they're really good at that. Yeah. Fucking Cannibal the Musical is still Oh, my God. Life. So good. <laughs> Let's build snowmen. We Let's can make man. him tall, or we can make him not so tall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Tarzan? I like Tarzan, but I'm still plagued by the constant question of... How does he know his name? Yeah, how does he know yeah. his name? Shouldn't he be... Oh, <laughs> God, I hate that. I tried to talk to somebody about that, and they were like, uh, because they gave him his name. No, no, no. And I'm like, no. yeah, fucking gorillas gave him his name. And yeah. they're like, no, his parents gave him his name. Oh, so the fucking gorillas know his name, and my they name can say... My name is his- Charles, and this is my wife, Meredith. This is our son, Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan. <laughs> like... No, his foppish English parents did not name him Tarzan. Yeah, and then like, if he like, <sighs> gorillas don't have consonants. They don't have vowels. They don't have syllables. The way There's... they could have played this better, and I get it's an old fucking story that was written by a foppish Englishman. But if they had gone in with an elf approach, he's wearing Buddy brand diapers, so they name him Buddy. Oh, like that. But even then, like gorillas can't read. You don't know. They know sign language enough. They can probably read. I know, read. but like. We don't know that they can read, but they can probably read something. I, <laughs> all I'm saying. Coco Sad! All I'm saying is that when Jane meets Tarzan, Tarzan shouldn't be able to no, say Tarzan. Me, Jane, you. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> That's what gorillas say. That's his native language. Yeah, and unless Jane was like, okay, you're Tarzan now, because. I'm going to just name you Tarzan. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not going to say. <laughs> But yeah, anyway. Also, Tarzan in is real old. life, they would have killed him with the diseases he had that he didn't have vaccinations for. Yeah. What are you going to do? in old-timey England, there weren't vaccinations, period. So. Yeah, well, well, we're getting to the point where there are. <laughs> vaccinate your kids. Come on. Anti-vax. No, vaccinate your kids. Anti-vax. I'm going to punch you in the dick. Anti-vax. I'm coming. Here it comes. Here it comes. Anti-vax. <laughs> Fully work. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Or do you want to just pop right in there? Uh, let me just... I'm just going to cruise through here real quick. Because we're in the W's. No. Nothing. Wisconsin Death Trip. I don't feel like that was a wide release. Oh, shit. Uh, this article is about the nonfiction book for the film adaptation. See Wisconsin Death Trip film. I want to see that. Wisconsin Death Trip is a 1999 American black and white and color docudrama film written and directed by James Marsh based on the 1973 book of the same name by Michael Leasy. Is it about Gein? Uh, Let's find out. It dramatizes the photographs by Charles Van Schaik found in the early 1970s by Leasy. Huh. Something to look into. Yeah, that Sounds doesn't look great. I don't want that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's talk about our actual top fives. Alrighty, let's get into let's it. Let's do this! Who starts? I believe I start. Okay. I'll take your word for it. So I've wrestled very long for the five spot. Oh, five spot was tough. And i got to give it to Austin Powers and Spider Shagged me. I figured. I, I figured. I, it came down to a lot of things. And it was mainly that, like, out of all the ones that I had in the five slot, I'd watch Austin Powers over all of them. Yeah. Like, I had Mystery Man up there for a second, and I'm like, Austin Powers is a better written movie, and I would watch it over Mystery Men. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen that one so much that if I if I were given the option between Mystery Men and Austin Powers by Shaggy, I'd probably go Mystery Men just because I haven't seen it as yeah, much. Yeah, but if you're putting it on, like, a list. Yeah. No, I definitely think that Spy Who Shagged Me is better. Um, cause it's funny as shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the so first one's hilarious, and the second one's even funnier. Yeah, I that's probably my personal favorite is the second one. I'm with you. I'm with you. Even though it's just a rehashing of the first one, basically. And there's nothing wrong with that. I they added the mini me <laughs> thing. They added fat bastard. R.I.P. Oh, Vern Troyer. Right, Vern Troyer. <laughs> peace, peace. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Austin Powers is just. It was out of nowhere, and it was funny, and it was Mike Myers at his peak. Mm-hmm. What is the movie? Uh, Austin Powers is the movie about a, the the greatest spy in the world, essentially. England. Yeah. He's an English spy, and who's going after his arch nemesis, Dr. Evil, also played by Mike Myers, 
who then shoots himself into space and freezes himself until the year 1999. So in order to continue chasing him, Austin Powers also freezes himself to the year 1999. And then once 99 hits, basically Dr. Evil comes back. So Austin Powers gets unfrozen. That's the first one. That's what I'm talking about is the first one. Oh, I thought we were talking about the second one. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it is the second one. The Spy Who Shagged Me is the second one, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck me. They're so similar. I thought it was the the first one. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. (laughs) It's still right there. Because I thought you were going through the first one in order to explain the second one. I can do that. So anyway, they do that. He gets launched. What happens? He goes to space in the end of the first one. uh, Or is the end of the first one? He escapes at the end of the first one. I'm not answering your call, boss. Fuck you. No, yeah, he goes to space in the end of the first one, then he comes back in the second one, and he builds a time machine. That's what it is, He yeah. builds a time machine after being presented with a clone of himself because his delinquent son, Scott, isn't what he wanted. <laughs> I had the group liquefied, you little shit. They were insulin. <laughs> and so Austin Powers has to go back to the 60s to pursue him because he goes back in time because then he starts asking for the absorbent amount of money and everybody mm-hmm. laughs at him. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's just... it's. Basically a rehashing of the first one, but there's like a little bit more of a love interest in this one. There's a little bit more story. Yeah, they go to the moon. The, no, the that's moon right. Base. He's trying to get his mojo back because he has Fat Bastard yeah. in the past steal Austin Powers' mojo while yeah. he's frozen. Yep. That's right. And he doesn't need his mojo. No. He had it all along. And then they use a three-way with himself. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. It's an SNL <laughs> bit with Jason Sudeikis. Is it? <laughs> you remember that weird commercial that they used to do, like with the airport, airport, or like, and it was like some guy sitting in his seat, and then like an older version would sit yes. down next to him and like tell him about like what he could do, like the Jason Sudeikis one. Like he sits down next to him, he starts talking to him, and he like grabs his dick, and <laughs> Jason Sudeikis is like, "What the hell, man?" He's like, "Come on, man, it's, it's not gay. It's like you're jerking off." <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just like goes and starts blowing him. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the plot of Austin Powers too. I I, it's I like the best it. One. It's it the is best it one. is the best one. Mini Me is fantastic. The 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 dynamic, and then they like rip on the first one while doing the second one. Yeah, and it's just it works. It's so good. It works. I mean, they make him single again. That's right. The whole opening credit <laughs> opening scene where he's scene. just walking through the hotel, just <laughs> naked as a jaybird. A jaybird. As a jaybird. Mm. But yeah, number five is Austin Powers for me. Favorite. Papa. All right, my number five is really only my number five because it needed to be on the list, but I just like you caved to that pressure so quickly. Not even. That, right? Not. Fight Club. It is Fight Club. Yep. Yeah. I do like Fight Club, and I, I do. I do support my choice of putting it at number five on the list. Okay. Because I do believe that Fight Club is a really, really good movie. Yeah, I like it. I just... Um, I just... I know for a fact that it was a little diminished for me because it was spoiled for me. The ending was spoiled. And if you don't know the ending, then it's really, really good, I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just... I still think it's a really interesting story. I think it's a really oh, cool yeah, adaptation. I, I'm not arguing that it's, I. It's a great story. It's a good ap- adaptation. I just I feel like it gets blown out of proportion a little bit too much, and I think that's why I left it off. Yeah, I think the cult following behind it and the cult status of it really pushes it up to a point where almost Pulp Fiction level of like, yeah, it's good, but it's really not that good, guys. Yeah. Like, I think Edward Norton's performance is really really good, but even Brad Pitt's performance is really good. I still think he phones it in a little bit all the time. I think Brad Pitt is my my thing with Brad Pitt is he is a character actor. Yes, I agree one hundred percent. In a front man's body, I agree one hundred percent. They should put him. He's he's a background like face. Put him back there. He does great as long as he's not the focus. Like, and he does like goof. Like when he's like that straight man, leading man kind of thing. It's not that. It's not believable. I don't no. like it. And I think but, that's I, I think that's why I liked him in Inglorious Bastards so much because mm-hmm. he's yeah he's technically a, the lead. But he's not. Right. And he's, like, doing this goofy persona. And he's having fun with it. Yeah. Like, and then you look at him in uh, Burn After Reading. Fuck, he's his the, character in Burn After Reading is, is so good. good. So good. Amazing. Just the... Like, just bobbing along and so we have your shit. He's just, he's just like, a, a flamboyant gym He's just obsessed coach, with working like, out. Like, not coach, but, like, He's, like, a personal rat. trainer. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the, the those kind of characters that he can do 
are way more entertaining to me and mm-hmm. way more like they show me his real talent than like the the straight man shit. Yeah, and he's kind of doing a little bit of both with the Tyler Durden character. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why I like his performance in that because um, he's he's kind of phoning it in because he can do the straight man shit so easy. But he's also you know he's every once in a while he's allowed to like let loose and like be that character. That's fair. Uh, I get where you're coming quick, from. If you don't know what Fight Club is, it's basically no, no, no. No, I'm just the. You don't talk about. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that really bad joke. Go ahead. Fight Club is on the ready. When you about go, go for it. Edward Norton and Brad Pitt uh, find each other on a plane, and they bond. And then Edward, Edward Norton's character kind of falls into shambles. His apartment literally blows up because of a gas leak, and he's got nowhere to go. So he calls Tyler Durden up, who's Brad Pitt, and they end up living together and they go to a bar one night they get drunk and they start hitting each other and they accidentally start a fight club where just a bunch of dudes beat the shit out of each other just to let off steam and it becomes way too big and it it grows into this crazy cult thing uh, and it has a lot of twists and turns it's quite entertaining kind of funny at times Uh, it's definitely really good I like it a lot it's even in IMDb's top Right is it now. really mm-hmm. good for them yeah that's my number five fight club that's fair moving on to my number four four the mummy oh, I, I love the mummy i wish i put it on my list now that we're it's, talking about it i love the mummy <laughs> it's so good I, it's it's super fun there's laughs in it mm-hmm. brendan fraser's hot as hell yeah that like tan that he got the tan the jaw mm-hmm. brendan fraser if he hadn't had such a shitty life afterwards, mm-hmm. like he got really fucked up by a lot of things. Yeah. He would have been a star forever. I think that's true. He's oh, he's just so perfect in it. And mm-hmm. the story's fun, it's original. It's a new take on like the old horror movies. Yeah. Cuz like the fucking remake they just made. I haven't seen it, but I, I refuse to see it cuz Brendan Fraser is not in it. Even as a cameo. Like let him have that. Anaxana Moon. Anaxana Moon. You know what's not good? What? The Mummy Returns. Uh, I will also say yes, but no, but yes. <laughs> There's some good to it. I think nostalgia is really holding I think holding the addition of up. a kid not good. Yes. Brendan Fraser Still good. Still good. Still great. Still still sexy. Yeah. Uh, did you see the third one? No. Fun. Is it? Actually, yes. It, I just I was immediately turned off because I was like, that's a lot of CGI. It's still fun. <laughs> you should watch it. It's not great, but it's still fun. Anyway, back to the original Mummy. Mm-hmm. Tell me why it actually makes your list. I'm genuinely curious. I just really love it, dude. It's Sure, the CGI is not the best, but it still kind of holds up because mm-hmm. they don't do a lot with it. And even then, there, it was a lot of practical, too. Yeah. And it's just so fucking different. It is a really different story, and I do like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember watching The Mummy when I was Those really young. Those fucking scarabs killed me. I, I, oh, yeah. It scared the hell out of me. Yeah. Because like, I thought they were real. Mm-hmm. And like I, I was about to say, I, when I saw it, I was really young. Yeah. Like, I think I saw this movie when I was like seven or eight. Yeah, I think and I was also in that age, right? it scarred me yeah. it did because i i was terrified of it and i couldn't sleep for like a week after that and i actually had to like confess to my parents that i watched it and like that's why i was freaking out and they were like oh god <laughs> but dumb. like it handles a lot of like all the horror tropes in a really good way like they start out with the whole group of people that are slowly getting like they're all archaeologists and mm-hmm. they're slowly getting picked off by the mummy because he's like retaking skin from them essentially. Like one guy takes his eyes, one guy takes his, like he takes his tongue. Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting. Yeah, and, I really like that concept of like the mummy having to like regain itself through yeah, other people. Yeah, exactly. It steals from people, and it's, it's cool. It's a lot of fun. That and you get the Benny shit. Benny. <laughs> Benny! Oh, Benny! Oh, Benny! <laughs> I do feel bad for Benny, even though he's a weasel. <laughs> he gets it the worst. He does, because he, he gets attacked by the scarabs, doesn't he? He, he gets trapped in the pyramid, mm-hmm. surrounded by gold, and then the scarabs come, and That's his right. light goes out. And the light starts to fade as like the scarabs are coming in. Uh, God, it's a good movie, That's though. That's good. It's I'll, cin- I'll give it, yeah. like, the cinematography in it's great, too. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a very pretty movie, and it's I think it's really true to like How is Egypt. Just, there's a lot of hot people in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of pretty people. Mm-hmm. 
uh, especially uh, her brother. The I okay. First of all, I love him though. He's great. His character's great. Yeah, the fact that he's just there because he reads hieroglyphics. Mm. <laughs> he's not anything more than that. He's skittish, and he's just he knows how to read it. That's why he's there. <laughs> it's good. That's a good pick. I like that. Done. I am done with the mummy. Okay. Should I? No, I should probably tell what. So the mummy. Oh yeah. <laughs> essentially, they find a sarcophagus. That has a mummy in it, and they open it up, and the mummy's cursed. The mummy comes back. Well, they read from the Book of the Dead. Oh, yes, of course. They read from the Book of the Dead, and the mummy comes back, and he was falsely... He was having an affair with the princess. Mm -hmm. With Anaxarum. And they cut out his tongue and mummified him, so he came back as basically a vengeful spirit. Mm -hmm. So it's almost a ghost movie, too, if you think about it. Kind of, yeah. And so he's regaining his strength, and he's trying to bring her back from the dead as well. Mm -hmm. But Brendan Fraser's there. With a sawed-off. <laughs> and Benny! Oh, Benny! It's so good. I love it. I just, I love the mummy. It is a lot of fun. I'll give it to you, yeah. My number four, taking kind of a sharp turn here, giving it to The Green Mile. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I really, really like The Green Mile. If it was like 10 to 20 minutes shorter, it would be way yes. higher on my list. I feel exactly <laughs> the same way. It's just and You know I bitch so about long. long movies, but there are so many unnecessary scenes in The Green Mile. <laughs> but at the same time, like you do need them to really build this like bond with these characters. You do. Because that's the whole point at the end of the movie is that you have these this connection with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like you're a part of the, the whole prison and everything so real quick the green mile is about a um prison cell thing bobber uh that is run by tom hanks and a couple of other policemen or guards or whatever they're called and the green mile refers to the green linoleum or green tile cement or whatever it is that mm -hmm. lines the floor uh and it's everyone in that uh prison is on death row and so when they walk that green floor, it feels like a mile. They call it the Green Mile. Uh, the whole movie is basically about the guards getting along with the prisoners, and then a new prisoner, played by Michael Duncan, comes in. I miss Michael Duncan. I know. And Michael Duncan kills it. He's so good. So good. Uh, he comes in, and he is accused of murdering, raping and murdering two children. Uh, and they found him guilty because he is a black man in the South at this time. Because it's also based in, like, the early 1900s, I believe. Racist. Yeah. And he's actually a gentle giant in reality. But uh, he also has a little tr few, a couple tricks up his sleeve, I guess you could call it. Uh, it's a Stephen King adaptation. So it gets pretty kooky. But it stays pretty grounded, I'd say, throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and who doggie, I've never hated a character more than that one guard I forget his name Percy mm. Percy in the Green Mile who it's really hard to explain this movie because it really is just like a few years in the life of these prisoners of a death guards. row inmate that's yeah and it's really long yeah and that's why it's my number four yeah <laughs> it's I mean, just it's, so long it's definitely belonging though because it is a great it's movie it's really really good if it were just 10 to 15 I think it's literally three hours long yeah it's this is right when they went back to the terrible pacing for a little bit. They went to the really long shit I, for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Titanic. Titanic is in there, too. Although that came out in the early 90s, didn't it? No, that was, uh, that was 99. Oh, that was early, wasn't it? It yeah, was like it was 93 or 94, I think. Huh, either way. Did we talk about it? It's been forever. I think we did. I think we brushed over because we both don't like it. No, I don't. Yeah. No, no, I don't. No, not at that. So anyway, uh, Peter, Green Mile. Peter. <laughs> I, I don't know what more to say about it, just because that's... it is Sam Rockwell is in it as well, yeah. doing a great performance. Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks, but you can't hate him for you that. You can't hate the Hanks. Um, you can't hate the Hanks. can't hate the Hanks. Uh, the Mouse does a great job. God, no, don't make me sad. <laughs> he does a great job, though. The Mouse is great, but don't make me sad. Yeah. Anyway, that's I'm I'm going to stop and say that I am done talking about the Green Mile. Okay, don't get bad. What's your number three, big boy? The Iron Giant. I had a feeling you were going to do this. I'm going to admit it's not on my list. Uh, that was one of those that was really fighting to so get fair. in there. I have such a soft spot for the Iron Giant. I believe it. So, it's so good. Mm -hmm. It really is. I know we talk about it a lot. 
We talked about this at least four times. <laughs> we talked about it in Tearjerker. We talked, we talked about, about it in Satisfying Deaths. Yes. I feel like we talked about it before. We've talked about it a it's lot. It's the Iron Giant, man. It's so good. Yeah. And especially... All the animation still holds up no mm-hmm. matter what. I mean, it's... And I think that's a big thing that holds it up for me is the fact that around this time is when, like, Pixar started to really get kicking. Yeah, well, Toy Story 2 came out. Mm-hmm. And like I've said before, Toy Story 2 is my favorite one mm-hmm. of the three, mm-hmm. I would say. Although with John Wick being in the fourth one, I might have to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like... The fact that all the animation was gearing towards this new 3D kind of look, yeah. and the Iron Giant had the balls to come out in 2D. And it was beautiful, and mm-hmm. it still is beautiful. Yep. The best part about 2D, in my opinion, is that you can't de-age it. Right. I mean, it's all dependent on the skill of the animators. Yeah. And it sticks. It's and just And the other so thing good. is, like, the fact that they set it in the time frame that they did yeah. with that kind of animation, like... You believe everything that's in there because of the the fact that it takes place during like the Cold War mm-hmm. and the Red Scare and all that. Yeah, it just it it fits and everything works so well. It does. Yeah, Iron Giant's great. Yep, we've ta- I think we've talked about it enough. Yeah, uh, real quick, Iron Giant about yeah. a big giant robot that comes from space befriends a kid named Holgarth who's then being pursued oh, by God. an FBI agent named Kent Mansley. Still the greatest name. I will never Kent stop Mansley. talking about. I I still use Mansley. Mansley. Like, anytime somebody does something weird, I'm like, Jesus Christ, Mansley, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's all about that. It's so good. Go yeah. watch the Iron Giant. Iron Giant, great. That is the complete opposite of Green Mile. Short as shit. Oh, it's so short. Perfect. <laughs> it's, like, it's like an hour 20, maybe. It is a cool hour 20, and that's all you need, baby. <laughs> and you are in and out, you're done. You, can watch you feel it. fulfilled? You can watch it twice. You can watch Green it twice while done. watching the Green Mile. <laughs> With credits. With credits. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, it's special. <laughs> anyway, that's my number three, The Iron Giant. My number three is The Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah. I really like The Sixth Sense. This was M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Uh, you know what? I've got a confession. What? You I've don't like this movie? never seen it. <gasps> and really? I can tell you why. Because it was spoiled for you? Yes, Rebob. Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I couldn't, like, knowing how it's it goes. It's hard to watch. It's... I just couldn't get into it because I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Right, and the, I think the biggest thing about that movie is when... So it's M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, so yeah. you know that there's a twist at the end. And if you know the twist, it it definitely bogs down that movie. Because the, the best thing about watching that movie is that when you get the twist, you get to rewatch it. Yeah. And I think that's my favorite part about this movie is the second time through. But that's... I See, I had the first time robbed from me. I know, so like, but like... It's kind of the same with like um, Fight Club for me. Yeah. Where that was spoiled, but I still watched it. I still found it to be good. And I think if you watch Sixth Sense, you will see the 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 prowess of that movie with the cinematography. I'm sure and I would. I just and Haley Joel Osment is incredible. Yeah. Incredible actor for being. The, he was at, he was nominated for best actor. Good for him. Yeah, when he was fucking six. Good for him. Oh, asshole! It's like fuck you, dude. Like, how do you get all this talent when you're? I'm fucking four. Yeah, well, it burned I'm off sitting in a quick. basement. It burned off pretty quick. He's still a good actor. He yeah, just, yeah. Is it just... the cute little kid anymore? No, he's big. He got chunky, but I'll still, I still genuinely want to see him when he does stuff because I know he's a good actor. Yeah, like he just came out that new movie, like Sex Ed or something like that, where he plays a sex ed teacher, but he's a virgin. Oh, Haley Joe, I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so the Sixth Sense is about uh, Bruce Willis, who is a psychiatrist who works with uh, children who are damaged by a past event, so PTSD kind of, or abuse or anything like Trauma. that. Trauma, yeah. Trauma, that's the right word. I'm sorry. Uh, and he gets a new case in Haley Joel Osment's character, and uh, he's going through some really weird shit, and it's revealed about halfway through the movie. Well, not even halfway through. Like, the first third, it's in the trailer. Everyone knows yeah. the the line, I see dead people. So he sees dead people, and he doesn't know how to handle it. And no one believes... Well, he hasn't told anyone other than Bruce Willis. So Bruce Willis has to try and work with him and try and basically come to terms with whether or not he's telling the truth. Uh, it's really, really good. It's a really interesting concept. And 
yeah, performances are incredible. The twist is definitely worth it. I feel like everyone knows it by yeah, now, but, but just still, in case, yeah, don't say it. Just in case, don't I, I already kind like of, I, I already going. tainted it by letting them know that there is a twist. But I mean, it's M Night Shyamalan. You don't walk away going, oh, where was the twist in that yeah, one? M Night Shyamalan. It was the air. The village was in modern time. <laughs> there was no lady in any water. The village had so much potential up until the twist. Yeah. Had that been an actual monster movie? I would have been it would have been pretty good. It would have been real good. Yeah. But no. No, so Well, that and I mean fucking Adrian Brody is overacting. Anyway. Yeah, but how much is that him versus M Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong telling him to overdo it? That's fair. But just to be safe, fuck Adrian Brody. It's a it's a two-way street obviously, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I like Adrian Brody. I like I like him fine in smaller roles. I don't yeah, like him yeah, as like a leading I man. Or no, I couldn't like take that. two hours of Adrian Brody, even in Brody Quest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my number three, The Sixth Sense. Smart, good mold, boo, bold. My brain stopped working for a second boo there. Bold. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> the boo box. The boo box. <laughs> no! Do you know that's uh? Yes. What's her name? Yes, I do. Well, not everyone knows that. Yeah, well, I do. Okay. Which makes me smart. My number two is The Matrix. Ah! Really? Number two? Yeah, big boy. I'm, I am curious to see what your number one is. Oh, I think you know. The Matrix. The Matrix. The uh, Matrix. It's too bad they didn't make any sequels. <laughs> I love The Matrix. The Matrix is phenomenal. I will say it's... Sh- I hate it. Because it ushered in this era of green filter yep. on everything, mm-hmm. and fuck them for that. Otherwise, the Wachowski siblings mm-hmm. now fucking killed it. Yes. Interesting plot. It, like, it drags you in right away. Really, really big ideas. Keanu Reeves? Yes. Do you know that was supposed to be Will Smith? I don't think it would have been as good. It definitely wouldn't have been as good. And I'm, I'm not saying that Keanu Reeves was great in it because he was no. still a little, you know, Bill and Teddy. The Okay, my but, my favorite thing that mm. I've ever read about Keanu Reeves ever was why he is the perfect action hero. Because he's a and blank is, slate. Is because he's a blank slate. <laughs> he does not act. He is The only thing that he comes off is is surprised and just dumbfounded by everything. Yeah. Which means that you can personify yourself in him. That being said, he's amazing in John Wick. He's, but he's kind of still this blank slate kind of guy. All he has to do is scowl. I know, but like it takes we can a lot scowl. to scowl. I see no. you're doing it. You're. I'm trying. Am I getting it? Am I getting it? <laughs> but like, because he is such a blank slate, you could project yourself on there. Yeah, that's fair. And it makes you think that like how you're a part of it. How sexy has he gotten though? Mm, that can beard, we talk about hair. how sexy Keanu Reeves mm, is right now? Canoe. Ooh, Kanyan, no. Give it to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, The Matrix is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and try and break that movie down. Uh, so, The Matrix is about... It's what we're in right now. <laughs> Take the red pill, people. Is it, I don't remember what pill it no, is. No, I don't know. I never remember. I Fuck think it. it's... I don't know. Incels use it now for some bullshit. Fuck them. Who? Involuntary celibates. I don't know what that is. It's people who don't have sex and blame the rest of the world for oh, it. Oh, okay. And then they, you know, make bombs and stuff. and oh. They're awful. Fuck okay. them. <laughs> anyway. So, The Matrix follows a guy who calls himself Neo, yep. who is in contact with somebody who says that they can bring him to the real reality, which, in turn, the, his reality is what is known as The Matrix. It's a computer program. Humans are outside of it. Because a long time ago, they fucked up the planet and had a war with robots who then blacked out the sun to kill off the humans. Mm-hmm. And but they, they use the humans as batteries. Yes. So they have a breeding ground with humans where they keep them inside this computer program alive so that they can sustain them. It's very convoluted now trying to break it down. Right. But at the same time, it's very well thought out. Like yes, everything, it is. No, everything really fits. But like if you, as, as, a, as a bystander trying to explain it, it's... It's tough. <laughs> it's a lot of garbly gook. <laughs> So anyway, Keanu Reeves as Neo gets essentially taken out of the Matrix, wakes up in the vat of goo and is saved by... Such a cool scene, though. Oh, it's so good. Saved by the humans because the humans have figured out how to jack in. (laughs) It's it's (laughs) such a 99 term. Basically put themselves back into the Matrix and essentially be programmers. Because they can alter... 
the coding around them to create not in the actual matrix no but that's how they do like slow motion oh like they, they can well, it, they can like fight it yeah yeah they can fight the coding so that i see what you're saying essentially yeah. fuck the two and three when he he sees coding is all he does yeah and that's why he's the one mm-hmm. the jesus mm-hmm. but yeah so basically they train him how to be a super badass and they have to fight agent smiths yeah who are essentially just antivirus programs yeah but at the same time like they evolved into the real virus yeah and that's a i think god that cgi in the second one does not hold up no that fight scene is so bad rubber neo is remember when that was good though yeah although i will give the first one has so many good practical effects Mm -hmm. like the way they do the spinning camera shot with like a thousand cameras that just went Mm -hmm. and they just basically made a oh so good Mm -hmm. yeah uh what was it and the uh the lobby gunfight scene, which yeah. is fucking phenomenal. That's all like real, like ballistics and a like, lot of wire foo. It's so good. And like everything that they did, they had to take that like so many times. I think that's why I respect the first one way more than any other fucking Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. They just, it's just did, so much they more did, work. It, it feels so much more real, mm-hmm. even though they're doing superhuman shit. Yeah. Like I remember seeing a. a, a it was like a behind-the-scenes shot of when they were shooting that lobby scene. Mm-hmm. And it was the scene where Neo is by the pillar, and he's got the two guns, and he throws them, and he pulls out two more guns, and he gets up, and he turns the corner to go, like, just start shooting more people. And it's like a behind-the-scenes he- behind shot, so it's like behind the actual camera. And you see him throw the guns, but one doesn't land quite properly. It's, like, right under his foot. Mm-hmm. And he goes to grab the other guns, and then when he goes to stand up, he hit he steps on the gun and just, like, slips and falls, and everyone's just like, Ah! <laughs> Because that means they had to, like, start over completely. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, so, like, it's the, the amount of work that went into this and the amount of... Oh, yeah. It, there's so much love and care put into the first Matrix. The Matrix it's is phenomenal. So good. And it's it's really you know, hard for me to... My brain's telling me this is a stick. It's not. But, but does it matter? <laughs> He's great in that, too. Yeah, everyone is phenomenal. Oh, I miss Tank. Tank. <laughs> Don't make me cry. <laughs> Anyway, The Matrix, yeah. Yep. Number two. Uh, my number two is your number one, and your number two is my number one. Galaxy Quest is my number yeah, two. Yeah, buddy. Matrix is my number yep. one. Galaxy Quest is great. It's hard for me to put it at number one, though. <laughs> I was being hopefully optimistic. I knew it wouldn't make number one at all, but <laughs> I just... I love The Matrix, but... God damn if I will watch Galaxy Quest exactly. any fucking day. You give me a list of these and Galaxy Quest is in there, it's going in every single time. Exactly. God, that movie. I just recently watched it. It's, it's so, so good. good. Hilarious. Oh, Absolutely you want to talk about that Galaxy Quest real quick? Yeah, Galaxy Quest is the story of basically Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the actors of Star the Trek. The actors of yeah. Star Trek. Uh, and it's. I it's, know we've talked about it before. We, you know what it was? We talked about it in uh, character development. Yes! Because it's got some sick-ass character development. <laughs> That's why I was like... When I read it on the list of movies that came out in 99, I'm like, did we do this in 98? Because we did character development like really close to mm-hmm. 98. We did. So... That's why I was confused. Yeah. Anyway, continue. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, so no, it's okay. Galaxy Quest, uh, it's the story of basically the actors from Star Trek are all washed up and they're doing their, their Trek cons. Uh, uh, but they're actually doing Galaxy Quest stuff. And... Um, Tim Allen plays the William Shatner character, essentially. Only good Tim Allen role in yep. Buzz. And Buzz. And Buzz! he is confronted by a group of people who claim to be for aliens from another planet, and they need oh. his help. And he oh. thinks it's a gig for Galaxy Quest, so he agrees to it. Turns out it's real, and these aliens intercepted their television show. And they... They thought mis- it was yeah. real. They thought it was historical documents, so they based their entire lives and civilization off of this show and made the show real. So basically, if you imagine Star Trek being real and the actors having to take the place of who they portrayed, it's that's so what this movie is. And it's so funny. It is It's so well written. Everything's great. And like it's a genuine, like good story too. Yeah. And Saris as a villain, those practical effects are amazing. That suit is so cool. Yeah. I love every aspect that's, of that see, movie. See, that's why it's in the one spot. It's just, it's so unique. It is. And there's there's no other movie like it. Mm-mm. I really don't think there is. Like, 
Because if you did, then it would just be like, you're just riffing off a Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yeah. But I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a bad movie. But No, it's, but it's not Galaxy Quest. Yeah, everyone's going to compare it to Galaxy Quest, and it's oh. not going to come up great. Because there's some CGI in that that's um, still pretty... Ten- Still pretty, uh, um, pretty good, actually. Um, the aliens are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many like little like it's a bunch of people who oh, are yeah. now big names yeah, exactly. are just like bit in aliens in this movie. Like Dwight from uh, The Office is uh, an alien. Ted from Scrubs is an alien. Yeah. Uh, who else is there? Like if you Barney look at and any Frank th- are in the movie. We've yep. already talked about that mm-hmm. in the bathroom scene where we only saw the back of Frank's head. <laughs> We're like, that that Frank. Frank? <laughs> Uh, Justin Long Justin in his Long. first uh, appearance. I miss a lot of Justin Long. Where you at, Justin Long? I, know I, know. We, I, I think we Justin said this Long. last time, but where you at? Justin Long. Hit us up. Friend of the show. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's I, it. I, yeah, I, no, Galaxy I, Quest is fucking great. It's, yeah. It is. It's really, really fun. What, we can't really say more about it because we could talk about it for hours. That's true. I could recap that entire movie. It's really fucking good. But yeah, like like you said, that's my number one. Your number one is The Matrix. Mm-hmm. I, I just... The only reason that Matrix takes number one instead of Galaxy Quest for me is like... I think The, the Matrix thing. just... Fair. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I just think The Matrix is a better movie. It's yeah, a better, no, no, it totally it's is. It's a better but... concept. It's a... <laughs> better everything about it's just better i know i i also double realized it while we were talking about it. i'm like man i fucked up <laughs> but i don't i don't i'm not gonna walk away from that because i love galaxy no, I, <laughs> that was that was a genuine fight for me between I know, number one and number I know, two was know, galaxy quest which is so weird because they're polar opposite oh movies. they so are the only thing that's in common between the two is it's sci-fi that's yeah. it <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean the matrix has the Matrix one, uh, or came in second for fight scenes in our first episode. Yes, it did. Uh, Galaxy Quest. Don't listen has to made, that episode. <laughs> Galaxy Quest has made its appearance on our show. Like these, a lot of shit we love came out in '99. '99 was a hot year for us. Yeah, Hotsy yeah. Clap it up. Let's collab. Collab. So at number five, we got Austin Powers mm-hmm. and Fight Club. We got the Mummy and the Green Mile. We got the Iron Giant and the Sixth Sense. We got The Matrix and Galaxy Quest, and we got Galaxy Quest and The Matrix. All right, well, Sixth Sense has to go because you haven't seen it. Sorry. It's okay, because I genuinely think it is one of the better movies from this year, but if it's spoiled for you, mm-hmm. fuck it. Like, yeah. it's... I mean, I shouldn't say fuck it, but I like, should watch it, but, like, it's so hard to sit down and bring myself to watch it knowing exactly what's going mm-hmm. on, and I, I should, but I just can't. Yeah. When I could watch Galaxy Quest, <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy Quest was available. Oh, I was on a. It was on one of the streaming services recently. I can't remember. Uh, I will get rid of Austin Powers. You think? Actually, yeah. It, I, it honestly, doesn't stand it doesn't, up. It doesn't hold a fucking match to any of these. To be I honest, I do love it though. I kind of tempted to ditch. Fight Club. Uh, maybe Fight Club. Uh, how okay. many? How many do we have right now? We have six. Two, four, six. I don't know. Here's the thing. I think because of how high esteem people hold Fight Club, it's ruined it for me. Just, just an overall. I think Green Mile is a better movie. I do think. I Green think Mile's Iron a Giant's movie. a better movie for me. I would watch Iron Giant over. Fight I would Club. watch Iron Giant over Fight Club just because it's shorter and it's lighter, and I'll enjoy myself. Yeah, and I'm not going to say The Mummy is a better movie than Fight Club, but I enjoy the fuck out of The Mummy. I, I enjoy The Mummy significantly, but. I would say that Fight Club's a better movie than The Mummy. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. So, <laughs> where are we at? I don't want to get rid of The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> the Mummy. <laughs> so we have six movies here. One has to go. If we get rid of The Mummy, will you do me a favor and put in a Hey Benny right here? I'll put in a Hey Benny. Thank you. We'll get rid of The Mummy. All right, here we go. Hey Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river! Thank you. <laughs> I really That just... was worth it. You know what? That's going to be a great tool in the future. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, we got our five. We got the Fight Club. We got the Fight Club. The Fight Club. <laughs> it's the Fight Club. The Fight Club. Sorry, <laughs> there's so many thes in this list. 1999 was the year of the the. The Matrix, The Sixth Sense, The Green Mile, The Iron Giant, The Mummy. <laughs> there was a shit. That's five right there. <laughs> anyway, we've got Fight Club, we've got The Green Mile, we've got The Iron Giant, we've got Galaxy Quest, and we got The Matrix. Honestly, Matrix 1. 
I'm not going to argue well, with it. Well, let's work our way up because we might be able to figure something out. All right, number five. Uh, Fight Club, right? I the might reason- go Green Mile. Uh, really? Just because of the length. It is long as shit. But, I mean, Fight Club's long, too. But it's... It chugs along, though. Yeah. It gets, it moves pretty quick. Yeah. And I, I'm only saying that because of the length. Otherwise... And it's pretty heavy. Yeah. It's heavy as shit. It's about Death Row Inmates. Yeah. It's still really fucking good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Five's not a bad I agree spot. with you. I would say five is a yeah. good spot for that. And then Fight Club. Or Iron Giant. Now, that's something I could debate. <laughs> I th- I mean, you know where I stand, so... I know. You, you have a... The way that you hold Iron Giant is the way I hold, like, fucking prestige, yeah. honestly. Like... I wouldn't say the Iron Giant's my favorite movie, but no. honestly, I love it. I know, I know that, and Iron Giant, for what it did and how it did it, it is so unique in its portrayal of everything and the time frame of everything. Mm-hmm. And it does hit you, and it's it's something I'll watch every time. So yeah, you know what? I'm with you. It's bright. I'm with you. Fight Club's so dark. Fight Club's. It's a I'm dark starting to just movie. like really fucking hate Fight Club right now. Sorry. <laughs> So Fight Club 4. Fight Club 4, Iron Giant 3. Well, hang on. Can we fight Iron Giant with Galaxy Quest? Uh, no, I don't okay. I don't think so, that's, personally. That's fair. We'll I make mean, it if nice. you want to try no, and debate uh, it. I'm not going to. <laughs> I love fucking Galaxy Quest too much, man. Like, <laughs> Galaxy Quest, that just that whole movie is just a giant quote to me. It's, oh, God, I love that movie so much. It's so good. Hey there, how's it going? <laughs> Her translator is broken. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so great. God, that movie is fantastic. It really is. But The Matrix is genuinely a better movie. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't knock down Galaxy Quest. No, I feel like if we do uh, our tournament at the end of this where, where we finish all the years we'll have a couple of like the honorable mention oh Galaxy like, Quest second, for sure like Galaxy Quest will probably make it on there and it's probably gonna go way too far <laughs> it's yeah gonna, it's honestly, gonna just chug through <laughs> you know if I'm being real real with you yeah definitely I, it's it's just too good I fucking love that alright Krispy Kreme Krispy Kreme break it down number five we got the green mile when I stand before God and he asks me why did I, did I kill one of his true miracles? What am I going to say? Number four, we've got Fight Club. Oh. Motherfucker! You hit me in the ear! Well, Jesus, I'm sorry. Ow! Christ! Why the ear, man? I fucked it up. Oh, that was perfect. Number three, we've got The Iron Giant. Um, uh... Oh, my God! We, uh, thank you for the food that mom has put in front of us and stop! Number two, we've got Galaxy Quest. I heard some squealing or something. Oh, no, everything's fine. But the animal is inside out. I heard that. It turned inside out? (laughs) And it exploded. And, of course, number one, we got the Matrix. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Is it, okay, this might be one of the, what is it called, the Mandela effect? Yeah. This might be a little Mandela effect happening in my head, or I could just be misremembering. When they are fighting in the Matrix for the first time, when he says, I learned Kung Fu. It's a dojo. I know it's a dojo. Mm-hmm. Um, then all the, like, Mouse runs into the kitchen and is like, uh, Morpheus, fight Neo. And they all run to the screens. I distinctly remember the first time I watched this, when they're looking at the screens, it's still the code. Yeah, it totally is. But then I rewatched it recently, and it's like a video. Is it? Yeah. I it's thought like they, they were just looking it. at the code. I thought it was just looking at code. Maybe we're just combining it with because the way Tank sees the Matrix is in the code. Because he's the, he's the right, like, operator, so they, he, they, all he sees is code lines. They they all see code, but like they can interpret it as images, basically, to Yeah, them. no, but I'm saying Tank as the operator, because he doesn't go into the Matrix, because he doesn't have a, a hookup. 
He can still read the code, though. Yeah, but I'm saying all his screens are just Matrix Right, code. right, yeah. So, and that's what they're watching it on, and I could have sworn that's what he, they were watching, but then the last time I watched it, on the screens was just, like, a bunch of, like, videos of them fighting in the dojo. Huh. Weird. And it's, it's I think it might be one of those things where, like, they went in and they edited it Maybe. later and changed it. Because some movies do that, where they'll just, like, change a little detail about it later maybe to try and make it better maybe maybe we just didn't pay enough attention last the first time we saw it i, I don't know both of us i feel it though i thought it was code it was code yeah kind of makes me think it was code i thought it was code anyway i'm done we're probably wrong cool matrix well, that's the number list. one for listening everybody we love you uh as always thank you to hoodie allen for the use of your song movies off the album people keep talking we're yes. gonna keep talking as long as you say it's okay yes. uh anything else you want to plug like and comment like and subscribe to things definitely yes. give us ratings on itunes because that'll put us up yeah make it five go check out our give, to- uh, give us t- give our top five of five huh yeah five stars only i don't S- care about anything else speaking of five stars go check out our reviews yes go see overlord go see overlord before it's pulled because i don't think people are seeing it no i don't go think see so. overlord it's go so see good overlord. it's so good uh, uh, check out our reviews. Check out our website. Everything is on there. Leave us comments, likes, all that good stuff. Yeah. If you have any suggestions for lists, send us on our website. Sign up for mail and shit. Yes. That helps us. Yes. Gives us something to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. We'll have more reviews coming out. And then next episode will be up on the calendar. No. What's That's that an alarm clock. <laughs> That's the one above it. Next episode will be up on the 12th of December. Getting into that Christmas crawl. What's two weeks from the 12th? The 26th. Missed Christmas. Mm, Should we put we it up on Christmas? a Tuesday? Put it up on, on a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. Do we put it up on a Tuesday that day? <laughs> we could put it up on a Tuesday that day. We could do that. Tuesday. 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 Okay. We might do that next time. Might get an early Christmas episode. I'm going to warn Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spoil that one. That'll be a Christmas spirit episode. Yep, no collab. Just like we did with the Halloween. We're just going to talk about Christmas movies because I think we need to. Everyone needs every Christmas movie Everybody watches a Christmas movie during Christmas. That's just how Christmas works unless you don't own a TV, in which case, why are you listening to us? (laughs) (laughs) This is a really weird podcast for you. (laughs) What are they talking about? Jebediah, what are you listening to? Wait, why would they have... (laughs) I didn't think it through. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just going to go before my brain dies. Anything else you want to say? Plug. Do anything. Do, do, do. No. No? Men Black 2 is coming up. It's soon. Eventually. Anyway, that's all I got. I'm um, done. Yeah, you're done? I'm done. I'm done, too. Anyway, take care. Be good, people. Watch more movies. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.